Holy schmoly, folks. Welcome back to another market closing live stream. Hit this thumbnail up here. Uh, wow, we are just in this position of uh, it feels like perpetual pain with, with very, very limited uh, upside rallies. Uh, we we kind of get this uh, exhausting feeling. <laughs> no, I needed a better thumbnail than that. The, the eye roll. There we go. <laughs> That's perfect. Okay, good. Uh, the, the thing about this is there's so much anxiety in the markets with with no consistent data that to some degree it makes sense that markets are so uh convictionless that we get these these short-term bumps in the market and they're they just consistently have been followed by new lows and more pain could absolutely come to the market take a look though at the uh, one minute here on the S&P 500 it's actually trying to go positive on the day uh, which is really incredible because we, we saw some substantial pain uh, earlier let's go ahead and get uh, the indices up here uh, substantial pain earlier in the markets uh, we are consistently seeing this this bizarre activity of Look at that, the Dow down 0.71. All of these this morning were down three quarters of a percent. The NASDAQ swung crazily today, but it looks like it's trying to come into a close actually up half of a percent. And nothing safe here. I mean, folks were diving into JP Morgan for the safety aspect that, oh, financials and the banks are going to be great if interest rates go up. But but even JP Morgan has gotten a recent sell-off. Here's your day chart on JP Morgan. Uh, there is, there is no kidding, the FUD is real. There is a substantial, substantial amount of FUD. And this is really what you actually have. And, and this is fact. You are in a FUD market, a market of fear, uncertainty, and doubt. You have got uh, companies that are phenomenal companies that are growth-based companies that are innovative companies in their space that are unique in their space, uh, selling off, uh, mostly the smaller caps. Let's go ahead and do a small cap search here. So we're going to sort by small caps here. Let's see small caps here. We got about six greens on the first page, but well, maybe about six greens on the next page. Ah, oh, not that bad. Maybe some things have started rotating a little bit, but generally the smaller caps have been the ones that have been losing. Uh, yeah, okay, a little bit more green on the large caps, but but still, actually maybe even relatively balanced day. But look at the the core, the core five right here. All of these are up: Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, Amazon, Tesla, uh, and then you've even got a video over here. All of these guys up. Uh, at least a third of a percent. Berkshire Hathaway's up. Facebook's up. All of the megas are up, and, and that's what's really exploding these these um, uh, these indices. Is Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, Amazon, Tesla, Facebook, Berkshire, and Nvidia. The mega caps are just being seen as the perfect balance of a flight to safety, of uh, growth, and uh, of companies that will always survive. See, companies. Like, uh, just as an example, Lucid uh, are going to run into times in the market where they have to go to the stock market and raise substantial amounts of money to continue the production. This means they're going to have to do bond offerings. They're going to have to dilute shares. They're going to have to do something to raise money. And if the market falls and they have to raise money, they could be in a position where Tesla was in 2015, 2017, where, where you were really close to this near bankruptcy point for Tesla. Uh, and that same thing could happen to a lot of stocks. And that's unfortunate. So uh, lower growth companies, or sorry, higher growth companies with lower earnings today are less insulated from those risks. Whereas 
the odds that Tesla or Apple or Microsoft or any of these companies are really going to go bankrupt is, is relatively low uh, over the next decade. The odds that some small caps are going to go bankrupt is, is substantially higher. Uh, and that's why in this weird transitionary market, you have so much pain on, on small caps. Uh, and, uh, and you really have to di almost diversify away completely from the smalls right now because they're just continuing to get absolutely hammered and, and destroyed. Now, some things are at such low levels to where it makes sense to, to ask yourself, like, hey, like, does it make sense to just hodl at this point uh, or, or will things keep going down? Nobody knows. But that's the thing. Like, look at Smile Direct. It's up 13% today. But if you're enjoying this 13% gain on Smile Direct, it probably means you're you're down from either $4 or six dollars, or you know, previously uh, closer to twelve dollars, right? These are some massive cuts uh, in pricing here. So, take some substantial gains to actually get some excitement and euphoria back to the market. Unfortunately, uh, looking at some uh, individual stocks, like uh, particularly the losers here, Boston Beer, Beyond Meat, really rotating down heavily. Toast down six and a half percent. Purple Innovation down six point eight percent. Nordstrom in the retail space down. Shift down again. Matterport. 1337 as much as i love that number here's a here's a metaverse play on a massive discount right now uh, i mean here this i feel like fair value is around 20 dollars for matterport so i've always loved matterport when it traded between 18 and 20 18 to 22 i think that's like your fair value range this is like metaverse insane hype massive insanity right uh, this is just unfortunately full-on drawdown here at this point i mean you are you're massively down uh, now on a stock like Matterport. The same is true of a firm. I mean, just getting whacked. I mean, these are companies that did phenomenally in November uh, and just absolutely getting destroyed here. $69. I mean, all of the partnerships that you had get uh, have essentially lead to euphoria for something like a firm just getting destroyed. And it's mostly because these companies uh, are not expected to create a profit for years out into the future. Uh, and that is what happens when you have newer companies, innovative growth companies, and uh, unfortunately, they are uh, slapped in the face with the reality of, well, we are a stock market who wants earnings. And that's why you're seeing, uh, you know, so much of a sell off, especially in the smaller caps. But let's look even the end phase over here End phase down another third of a percent End phase profitable company high margin. You're in the energy space. You're in the uh, solar inverter space. I mean, phenomenal companies here. But uh uh, oh, how interesting here. Hold on a sec. This update just came in. Mm, Treasury 10-year note futures shorts hit the largest level since February of 2020. Yeah. And, and this is, a, this is I think, what really sets us up. And I, I know this to some people sounds potentially somewhat delusional. But uh, I, I honestly think we are probably going to be setting up for one of the most massive short squeezes in not just the bond market, but in a lot of these smaller cap stocks that are so heavily shorted. I mean, think about that. Let's plan this out. If the okay, here's here's how this will work. Let's write this down. So if the 10 year is at its highest short, wow, since Feb of 2020. Okay, that's that's really big. Oh my gosh. So highest short since 2020. What does that mean? Okay, well, we sell bonds, prices go down, and yields go up. Okay, so if we're at the highest short level since 2020 on the 10-year, 
And right now, the 10-year is trading for, ooh, wow, it really jumped today. Holy smokes, 1.786. Yikes. It was at 1.7 yesterday. Okay, so we're just under, I'm going to put 1.8, right? So to get to 1.8 took getting to the highest short level since 2020. That's insane. And this is all on fears that interest rates are going to go up, right? Well, when the Fed raises rates in uh, March and April, let's call that right here, probably March, and the Fed raises rates, what happens if then we start seeing inflation inflect down and all of a sudden people start covering their shorts on 10 years and small caps? Could we potentially get a rally? My belief is yes. I believe that the, the massive amount of shorting is really just euphoric speculation in reverse. And it's basically anything, fundamentals aside, that uh, that has low earnings today or a higher valuation, short, sell, sell, sell. And uh, with the amount of liquidity that we have on the sidelines, I would not be surprised to see some form of a massive short rally at some point this year. No guarantees, unfortunately. But unless we go into a recession where the, these shorts will get proved right, which I don't think we're going to recession, I believe we'll end up seeing these shorts cover substantially and see a nice short squeeze in a substantial amount of not only companies, but also the bond market. So, uh, and, and you could really have it happen. It could happen vice versa. I mean, you could see a short squeeze in the bond market, trigger a short squeeze in the stock market. You could see a short squeeze in the stock market, trigger a, sh uh, a short squeeze in the bond market. You could see that vice versa approach. Daily for the last 1.5 years, very consistent challenge on the tops and lows on QQQ. Well, let's take a look. past three years mm, you can track a very consistent challenge between the lows and tops of qqq and the daily okay let's let's try to take a look at that so really you're talking about drawing okay let me just go to the weekly here because that's going to compress this a little bit more uh this is the qqq you're saying last three years which would take me to 2019 would take me to about right here I'm going to try to draw what you're describing. Hmm. I don't see that very consistency. Oh, unless I cut out this low here. No. Yeah, I'm having trouble drawing that. I'm not I'm not seeing what you're seeing. Maybe maybe a little bit of clarity on that one. Uh that that that's could be interesting. Uh, da, da, da. <laughs> people are bashing me in the Matterport stock twits form. <laughs> Good. That means it's time to buy. Let the little weenie baby bitches get out of the stock. Please, please, everybody, please sell Matterport. Okay. Sell Matterport. That's it. You heard it here first. Sell Matterport. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. What's 1.5 years? Everyone's saying 1.5 years. Oh, 1.5 oh, years. Oh, instead of, oh, instead of three years. Oh, maybe I mis mistook that. Okay, okay, okay. 1.5 years would actually take us to about mid-2020 over here. Oh, that might make more sense. Let me see here. 
Ah, huh. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, look at that. It's not bad. I could probably even lower that a little bit. Let me go over here. Huh. Look at that. That is not bad. That is not bad. Uh, that's a that's a good one. That makes sense. Uh, look at that channel. Isn't that something? That's really cool. So look what you had over here, folks. Uh, let me let me draw these to a similar endpoint. It, it just makes a little more sense here. Here there we go. Ah, but then it looks confusing. I'm not gonna do that. I'll do this. There we go. Okay. So look at what you have here. Uh, you have the dip of the election, the pre-election fear right here, uh, and then the rebound. You almost go into this overbought territory, excuse me, overbought territory here. And then you get the fall of the first inflation fears in February, March of 2021, the May crash, summer rally, October crash, uh, September, October crash, November, late October, November rally. And then you get the December and January crap that has been very, uh, very disgusting. This is not bad. Uh, this is a very, very interesting uh, uh, chart. And uh, dips are not over until moving 200, or if that's the next dip. Calls are uh, I haven't seen us go to the moving 200. I mean, I, I mean, look at the chart. The moving 200 is is the red line here. Mm, still need to touch the 200-day moving average. Where, where does it ever touch the 200-day moving average? You know, it's 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 trapped because of uh, it's. I think it's it's weighed weighted down because of the recession. Uh, you know what I'll do is let me try. I'll try maybe a hundred day for you. Uh, let me go to the hundred. There you go. See the hundred gives you a little more. The 150 might actually be uh, our low touch point. Let's try that. Hey, look at that. The 150 is about what it bounces off. There you go. Look at that. The 150 almost perfectly aligns with that bottom channel. Whew. That's nice. That That is exciting. That's exciting. That's that's nice. Uh, you know what? Shout out to whoever donated five dollars to say that. That's cool. <laughs> a bunch of y'all are like, "This is why I'm. I have a large position in QQQ. This is why I trade QQQ." Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is that's amazing. Uh, I I have not noticed that until now. Well, because you all told me. <laughs> I can't I can't see everything. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, wow. Every one of these points was a point that went shopping and it's done very well for me. And I'll tell you, it is very hard to keep buying stuff when it just keeps going down. It's the hardest thing ever. It is so much easier to just sell and stop the pain because when, when you, when stocks go down, there's literally nothing you can do. 
You you can't fight the stocks, so you have to flee. Good job. Uh, shout out to Nick for spamming the 1.5. Yes, correct. You 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 get a shout out as well. Uh, heard Matterport lock up on the expiration. This is true. This is true. You do have a lockup expiration of about 15% uh, in about four days on Matterport. That is true. Dollar cost average. That's right. Buy a dip in DCA. All right, folks. What do we got going on today? Tesla's up 1.7%. So my portfolio has hope. I refuse to look at my portfolio on a day like today, though. Actually, I rarely look at my portfolio. I just I make my long-term bets. Um, the Matterport is very disappointing, but whatever. You know, what's actually kind of wild is we went back to some of these old lines. Isn't that crazy? Now, I have a lot of lines drawn for Matterport, but they, they all have their individual meanings. It's not like they're just randomly drawn. Uh, oh, wow. That's crazy. That is interesting to see where the wicks went. The wick went very, very close to my 1514 line here. See the wicks really playing the lines here. Look at that. Playing the line. A little bit of excitement over here. I don't think I have anything up here. No, yeah, because this was just massive euphoria. And this is on the week chart. Let's go to the day chart. Yeah, look at this. Sat in that channel for a little bit. Okay, so let's go ahead and look at a little bit. What do we got? We got seven minutes to the close. Okay, sounds good. S&P went positive. NASDAQ up about a half percent. Dow at 0.52. He doesn't mean that. Doesn't mean what? Who doesn't mean what? Uh, I don't know what Mark and Best are. Home sales tumble. I talked about that this morning. Omicron is threatening the survival of U.S. restaurants. Yeah, no kidding. Goldman's most elite rank at millions of dollars in one-time payouts. Families face devastating hit on monthly child tax credit ending. Uh, well, I mean, it was one-time stimulus. That's like implying they face a devastating hit when the stimulus checks stopped coming. Like, we knew it would stop coming. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Not much here. It is a wild week. Okay. What else? Housing correction flattening? No, I think neither. I think if anything, the lack of homes for sale helps push up prices even more. It's not, that's not sustainable, but yeah. Yes, do pick stocks, uh, not likely to go bankrupt. Well-capitalized stocks. It's easy to buy stocks when they're going down. It's also easy to take profit when they're euphoric. It's super hard not to buy back too early. Having cash on hand is the hard part. I don't know about that. Uh, I, I, I honestly think for most people, it's very difficult to buy stocks when they're going down because you buy and then like, let's say you bought Enphase at 200 and now it's at, you know, you know, then it went to 180 and you bought the dip and now it's at 160. Then it's or 140 even. Then it's like, wait a minute, like, oh, this sucks. DCA sucks, right? And and I think that ends up turning people off. Uh, I actually think more people are likely to FOMO in when the market's rotating up. No, no space stocks. Come on, way too early to even have a remote chance of profitability. Yeah, people do start second-guessing themselves, and their conviction changes when a stock's going down. YOLO on small caps and crypto. It's definitely a YOLO. <laughs> ay, 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 okay. 
All right. This is not much insane going on here news-wise. Let's just look at some individual stocks here and see where, where's the ugliness and what's going on towards the close. Okay, let's see what we got. So, uh, Wynn Resorts, Macau, uh, obviously news helping push Las Vegas Sands and Wynn Resorts. You've got Xping Motors up 4%. wonder how BABA is doing today. You know, the Chinese stocks come up nicely off of a little bit of a bottom. Uh, pretty flat today on Baba Palantir, pretty flat. Spy's pretty flat. I can't believe Arc actually went flat today. I mean, it hit all-time lows again here since since well, uh, how when was the last time we were like seventy-seven bucks? So not all-time lows, but lows since wow, July of twenty twenty. Oh my gosh, that's insane. SoFi hit another low today. Also, SoFi hit twelve dollars and sixty-six cents. Uh, Google's up about a half percent. And uh, Tesla's actually rallying a little bit into the close. 1.78%. That's not bad. Given some of the pain we've seen there. <laughs> Remember you saying you wish more people said congrats, your favorite stock is on discount? Exactly. It's you know it's kind of like always buying Hugo Boss suits and then one day you walk in and they have this unexpected forty percent off sale you know like a coupon code link down below mm, eat it up <laughs> uh, downside's actually getting a little better here like uh, a firm not down as much I believe as it was where where was it I just saw it a firm four point six yeah no never mind maybe I was confusing that. Beyond uh, Matt or JP Morgan's not really recovering either. Beyond Meat had a little bit of a euphoric run in the last few days. It's recovering into the close a little bit. But look at Beyond Meat, folks. It, last few days, it's been rallying off of 58, and now it's trying to pull down again a little bit. Two minutes to the close. BTC. Yeah, let's look at BTC. You know, I think earnings season could be a big catalyst too. Will earnings season give the market some confidence? Maybe, maybe not. It would suck if you got, look, if you got bad earnings on top of the pain we've already seen the last two months, it's over. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think we're going to have a boom time for earnings. It's going to be fun. All right, all right. What do we got here? BTC 43. Still trying to get back to that 44 level. Mega caps are the ones leading the day. It's probably the only reason you've actually got the spy up. Again, sort by the, the big caps here. And look at that. Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, Amazon, Tesla, Facebook, Berkshire, NVIDIA. It's your, some of your, literally your biggest, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight companies on my watch list. The biggest ones. Look at the NASDAQ 100 channel. I don't know how, I could, how easy it is to pull that up over here. NASDAQ. Uh, is it the QQQA? Or is it the QQQE? I usually don't look at the NASDAQ 100. I'm going to assume this is it, though. Yeah, see, this this one's not, not as beautiful of a channel. Hmm. All right, anyway. Uh, Disney, I like Disney. All right, let's go ahead and look at the closing. 
along with real estate today. It's actually real estate and then financials. Materials, industrials, all weaker. It looks like we're going to go out with a decline for the week for the S&P 500, NASDAQ, and Dow. But a gain on the day. And the NASDAQ closing at session highs, up 90 points or six-tenths of a percent. A real rebound where we're seeing strength from Microsoft, Tesla, Facebook, Apple, and Netflix, of course, this hour, announcing it's raising prices. All right. So uh, what do we get? Dow Jones ending the week down point or well, ending the day down 0.56 S&P up 0.08 NASDAQ up 0.59 Russell 0.14. So tech actually getting a little bit of that by the dip, probably mostly big tech, uh, given to, uh, given what we're seeing here in the market. But boy, oh boy, what pain in the markets, folks. Crazy, crazy, crazy pain in the markets. Uh, mostly amongst smaller caps and tech stocks. Build-A-Bear, Toast, Purple, JPM, Beyond Meat, Matterport, Boston Beer, GameStomp, AMC, uh, Nordstrom, Affirm, Shift, Uber. Uh, let's see what else here. EVgo, golly, a lot of pain. All these on, that I just mentioned. Hold on, let me double-check AMC because I can't see where it went. Yeah. All of these just mentioned here down... Uh, over 3%. AMC down exactly 0.48%. Okay, so with the exception of AMC, AMC wasn't over 3%. Yeah, it bounced back. Uh, but wow, wow. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see if we end up getting any kind of uh, short squeeze potential rally. I think it's possible. It's going to take a lot of hope. It's going to take bonds reversing, especially since we found out that bonds are at the highest short interest that they've been in since Feb of 2020. Pretty wild. A lot of pricing happening or a lot of in-pricing or pricing in happening uh, that expectations are rate hikes will crash the market. I think that crash is coming before rate hikes. It's sort of fear of, uh, and then hopefully a nothing burger. Lucid. Let's see Lucid. How did this do? It's almost up 2%. Did well. Good. Awesome. I hope it rallies. Uh, ha, ha. Hmm. Oh, I think that's it. I think we got to wish ourselves a nice three-day weekend, a break from the drama. Start with a beer, like Coke with Kevin. Beer with Kevin. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We, we might have to transition to that. Getting drunk with Kevin. Yeah, how about that? Should we do that? Getting drunk with Kevin live stream. Uh... To make all the pain go away. We, we'll just drink our pain away. It's all good. This is uh, this is the kind of uh, market that creates some of the best returns in the long term. If you buy. If you buy. <laughs> Tequila with Kevin. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, folks, I got to go. I got work to do. Appreciate y'all. Got to work on some new course lectures and my fundamental spreadsheet. And uh, I'll see you all in the next one.